Three, two, one. Okay, we should we should go now. We got a live chat now. Great. Um. So yeah, Spencer's added several things. Uh, I gotta go all way back to his first one. And anybody else? Yeah, definitely put back in if we didn't respond to something. I just I'm gonna grab another reason. drink. Yeah, do it up, man, buddy. Whatever. I was gonna say. <laughs> I am well on my way. I was gonna say. Woo. I was gonna say. You, you've been drinking a little bit, yep. Lee. Rob, go pee, dude. Jeez. Help me out here, Scott. Are you like looking or what? What are we doing? Well, whatever you yeah, do, yeah. you do whatever you want. But I'm trying to find. Yeah. Well, um, uh, Spencer Jay Croft. That's Jeff, right? No, no, no. Who's Jay Croft? Uh, I want to say Joseph. Jay Croft. Just call Joseph. him that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He had an idea to strap milk jokes to the outside mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the plane to keep the whole plane yes. afloat. If okay. Crashed. But my thought was okay. instead of milk jugs, take water bottles and just shove them up inside all the inspection holes, like in the yeah. wings and the fuselage, everywhere. Yeah. That way if the plane goes down, you don't you don't have the aerodynamic loss of strapping the milk jugs to the outside yes. of the plane. Yes. Yeah, it's all internal, doesn't disrupt anything. It's all internal. It's all internal, and obviously you have the caps back on them, so they're not going to... Yeah, how many of you think... You never want want safety to slow you down, all right? It's a good rule. No, so that's why we're going to... Bob, I don't know if you heard my idea, because Jcroft0001 was wondering how many milk jugs you would need to strap to the plane to keep the whole plane afloat. And I thought about it. You don't really need to strap them to the outside of the plane. Just take water bottles and shove them in all the inspection holes, like throughout the wings and the fuselage, everywhere. Just shove water bottles, empty ones, obviously, with the caps back on. What what kind of what kind of water bottle to milk jug ratio would you need Ooh. for like? So if someone wanted to take, if oh, someone was well, listening to like a like, former metric yeah. you gave out in milk jugs, yeah. and now they're considering yeah. the water bottle. What's oh, the water boy. bottle conversion keep rate? Keep the whole plane afloat. Well, you know, I don't, I don't really know. But what would you say, like, to keep a one hundred and fifty afloat? You think you'd need like no? I'm talking fifty water bottles. I'm talking bottles, like maybe? to. You've given a lot of milk jug advice over the months yeah. and well, years, yeah. Yeah, right? But we're 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 talking about floating the whole plane yes. now instead of carrying. Instead of floating just yourself, oh yeah, we're gonna float the whole. I plane. see, but yeah, I, that oh, is a different metric. That's a different. That's, that's yeah. a lot of weight to support. Yeah, I think those things are you know probably twelve hundred pounds. Yeah, they're. Yeah, so you might need like you might need. I don't know if you can do it. I don't know if it's well, feasible. Okay, so yeah, no, I don't know. You might be right because, let's say, well, I'll have to take a, a water bottle, mm-hmm. and like weights yeah. over to like. My parents pull yeah, it somewhere yeah, yeah. and just do some experiments. Yeah. Why don't we just and see how much? Because if a water bottle can hold two pounds, uh-huh. and you're in a 150, that's 1,200 pounds. So you need 600, 600 water, water bottles. bottles. Do the peacocks yeah. even allow that's you guys lot. to use the that's pool anymore? Last time I was over there, do what I said. Do the peacocks allow you to even use the pool? I tried to go in your. He's, he's down I tried to, to go in your. He's down to two peacocks. Okay, I went. He got rid of all I posted of them. the photo. I tried to go to your dad's back door to knock on the door, and it was yeah. like a peacock blocking. Well, that's part of the reason. Part of the reason he got rid of them because they. 
not only do they stand around everywhere, but they also shit while they're standing. Oh, so lovely. <laughs> I've seen people try that yeah, before. They eat, they eat. They eat all the flowers. Yeah, people do that sometimes too. <laughs> I don't. Okay, so back to the back to the plane. I don't think keeping that afloat is probably really the metric. We need to keep the people afloat. So I don't think I don't know that keeping the airplane. Well, I mean, it was just an it idea. It is an idea. It was just an idea, and it's worth exploring. I just think the number of milk jugs externally. I, mean, I, I just don't. Well, I don't think there's enough room for well, water Cirrus bottles. Had, you know, Cirrus ditched the idea of a pilot carrying a parachute mm. and just went with let's parachute the whole plane. Why don't you just buy an icon? Just fl- fly an icon that floats. Yeah, just like put floats seaplane. on your 150. Then you just land yeah. in the water and call it a day. Take your fishing you pole. You, you just can never survive. take off because okay. it's a 150 with floats. So then yeah. you don't have any problems. Yeah, yeah, I'll never make it. That's off true. Ground. Safety first. I like it. Well, they do put floats. Yes, on they do. Hundred percent. A float. A float prop. Yep. Seventy-five thirty-five. Macaulay seventy-five thirty-five prop. aggressive. Prop. That's got to have a long takeoff. Oh yeah. Kind of low two hundred still. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Thing take you from dog Sandusky to Buffalo to get off the water. Yeah, but anyways, Lake Erie, the length of Lake Erie turns into a takeoff and landing strip for that. Exactly, yeah. exactly right. Okay, I found Spencer. So uh, Spencer said, I'll have my CFI initial in about a month. Any advice for a 12-hour check ride? Yeah, don't do it. Like well, I, I know your advice, Scott. I was looking for Rob. You can. Oh, I got a better okay, idea. Okay, let's hear oh, it God. first. About... About six hours in, or whenever you just can't take it anymore, you get you get the really bad shits. Like you just actually shit yourself. Make it realistic. That's right, right. Make it believable. Because if you're just like, oh, I really have to go to the bathroom. I'm not feeling good. He might th- he might get suspicious. But if you actually shit yourself, he this is, is a this is a different 100%. direction. I and not only will not only will he buy that. He will feel sorry for you, and you want sympathy. You want sympathy. I mean, if you're gonna oh go that God. route, you you may as well just you may as well just say no, no, no. We can keep going, and they'll go no, no. Let's not, because then it's not, it's not. Then that wouldn't even be you at that point. Yeah. So my, yeah. so my yeah. question yeah. is though, right. if this just, is just, yeah, after you after you poop yourself, just be like, I want to finish this, and he's gonna be like, no. Do you have any baby wipes, sir? <laughs> <laughs> no. So if you burn, if you right. burn, demand this- that demand that he finishes it with you, <laughs> and then when he's like, no, because then he's the one that's bailing out. Ladies and gentlemen, I have not drank enough to. Uh, I don't know. I'm not on this level. But I'm just saying, so if you burn this little trick up on the CFI, though, you need to have another thing, another arrow in your quiver for your ATP and stuff, though. So what are you going to do then? Just just repeat? Don't don't everybody who listens to the Farian podcast start doing this. They're going to catch on. Yeah. You got to have some backup. So maybe it's like, you know, I I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know what to do. we don't want the Far Aim podcast to have a, a non prestigious reputation amongst the aviation community. Yeah. That'd be right. a, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, there's more things you could do, I guess, but I feel like shitting yourself is. Is, is there something else we best. could talk about in the chat or maybe a different direction? 
off of yeah, that comment, chat, we could go. The chat I'm just, is. We went. We went from 29 people down to 24. Now we are at 23. Uh, um, I'm showing 22. Okay. Well, think, so I'm showing. I'm showing 24. For a 24 hour oral, the biggest thing I or for the 12 hour oral. I'm 24 hour. Well, you said I said 24 viewers, and I'm stupid. So with that long of a total check ride period, it's it's a marathon for sure. We all know that. I hope that it's shorter than that. Mine. Mine was shorter than that eventually. I did one, but then the airplane wasn't airworthy, so it got cut short. It was all kinds of mess. But um, it was on. Yeah, the airplane. They found. So there was speed tape on the airplane. That wasn't the problem. But the problem about it was that it was not in the logbook. So it was like a total like technicality type thing. Not the end of the world. I'm, what is speed tape? It's like that like foil type tape, like almost like foil duct tape, foil tape. They call it speed yeah. tape, 200 mile an hour tape, whatever it is. Won't peel off. Yeah, I mean, it's good for, I I, I think they say 200 miles an hour, so whatever. What And what was it? What was it? Repairing? I'm not sure. I think it was something on the tail, one of like the state, the um, horizontal stabilizer tips, I want to say, I want to, I think. I can't remember, but they put it on and it wasn't entered in the logbook. So this was the FAA in Chicago, and the one of their maintenance people was combing over the logbooks, and it wasn't entered in the logbook. And so we were four hours into the oral, and they scrapped it. I was like, okay. So who was combing through the logbook while you were – they had another guy combing through F- the aircraft yeah, logbook? Yeah, they had an FAA While there was another guy. guy giving you an oral? Yes, we got to change the to the, the it's got to be a verbal exam, all right? I, this try, I don't like the term oral, okay? I want to start a movement. <laughs> like, I just I just wanted to point out you said another guy giving you oral. Okay. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that, but the, <laughs> We got to we got to start a movement to start calling and, it a And Gandhi wasn't Gandhi wasn't here to to go on about the the word oral, so I figured <laughs> I would have to <laughs> Gandhi hasn't been on this year yet, has he? We got to get him on. I don't think no, so. I don't think he has. We got to get him on. He usually comes on in the summertime, once a summer. So it's, we're, maybe it's not quite been we're a year. We're coming up for another Gandhi. It's coming so. up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the um, last one we could have live streamed. So it makes me. It makes I don't me nervous. Know if we yeah. That. Yeah. We may have to get computer equipment where, like, I can have a delay. Can you? Yeah, I was gonna say if you could have a delay with a with a uh, bleep like button. a kill switch. Yeah, a kill switch yeah. might be more appropriate. Right, something that just cuts the whole thing. Yeah, because yeah, I don't. Yeah, that may not be. We're probably go. not gonna live stream that one. Um, yeah, but we do want to so, get him on again. Okay, so how about more advice? This is the yeah. How about more advice for uh, Spencer, gentlemen, or anybody else who has things? But yeah, Spencer, I mean, honestly, I. I'm not. I'm not kidding when I say to just skip it. Dude he, needs to make money. He's got all this money wrapped up in learning to fly. He's uh, CFI. Okay. He's finally got a path to maybe making some money. That's the thing. Yeah, I guess I get it. I learned um, more flight no, instructing than I did sounds- anything else. When you're responsible for teaching it, oh yeah, I mean, hundred percent the way. And I'm, I'm actually kidding when I say skip it. I mean, you just have to get through it i guess you just have to it's a 12 hour take, and you got to put on this like bring a lot of bring a lot of caffeine okay i would recommend 
Caffeine pills, probably. Caffeine pills. I, I recommend, you, the only way yeah. to, just take it 20 minutes at a time. It's all you can yes. do. Or do you have do you have access to Adderall? <laughs> let's not. Give, oh my god! No, uh, I'm I'm with Rob's thought kind of train advice. on this. I think because I I have not taken Adderall, but I hear it's amazing, <laughs> and I hear that it will make that like easy for you. It's like the limitless. So it, it, yes, <laughs> at least in your own mind, that's what it yeah. is. To everybody else, it's like you're retarded. Well, but I, I don't know. I've never had it, but. Somebody, somebody has described it to me as the limitless. Really? Had, so, when I was in, I yeah. think middle, early middle school, I was on it for like two months. I made honor roll. Yeah, it was actually you that described it yeah. to me as. The That's limitless. what I remember from when I was young. No, I, didn't know if you wanted to, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that because. <laughs> oh my! I've never, I've but, never yeah. had it. Never had it. No, he told. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. From what the way Rob described it, it no, it's like. Amazing. Yeah, it's. I would, if it if it didn't mess with the flying stuff, all to go do it. Just go to a doctor. It's going to ruin your your medical certificate. So don't do this if you're a pilot. But if for some reason you're listening to this and you don't need a medical, just go to a doctor. Tell them you have trouble concentrating. Like, it's literally like the bar and the. It's ridiculous. It's a joke. You just tell the tell most doctors um, you have trouble concentrating. What, or just keep what, going to one until the one. Yeah, try a different right one. one if, you'll yeah. find one within yeah, the first couple that will that will write yeah. the script. Like it's not yeah. it's not a rigorous process. Oh yeah, they they probably get kicked back. From yeah, the pharmaceutical. <laughs> so, company, so they're if do you it. don't need yeah. a flight medical. I would just do this for general life. Like you could just, if you need, like if you're listening, you if you're listening you to this, anything. if you're listening to this and like, you're just, maybe I want to be a pilot for a living. Don't. All right. Don't. Okay. Do not become don't, a pilot. Okay. Go to your doctor. Tell them you have trouble concentrating. Get, get Adderall and become a com- uh, computer engineer. Like you can just sit down and just read and teach yourself Python in like two hours. It's like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Could just like build whatever you want. Yeah, it's it's I that's we should start a we'd have to we'd have to, we'd probably have to be users of it to start a podcast about Adderall though, which is the only problem. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so we'll like, stick to I mean, flying because we like yeah, flying. Let's, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. If you don't mind, no, I, I've never. Uh, I've never taken it, so I just have to dream about yeah. it. <laughs> the closest, the closest thing I can get to it is caffeine pills. So, and that's pretty. I've amazing. never even had caffeine pills. Oh, I I had to throw them away. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I couldn't keep. Hey, how about we talk about flying, guys? That'd be I fun. I drink Red Bulls, like when I have to edit and stuff. I don't I'll even drink Red, Red Bull. Bull. Yeah. Well, I, I can I can handle that. Like I have. Nicole's caffeine mix. It's like a mix, a powder that you mix. It makes it yeah. like it's for running, recovery stuff. I can handle that being in the house, but okay. caffeine pills are just so easy. So you just, you know, oh, I'm a little bit tired. Now I'm not. I threw them away because I was taking too many of them. Yeah. I've talked to people who do do the Adderall and they, or the, yeah, Adderall. And then they said if you yeah. keep taking it for a while, which I never did, it, um, like I guess it wears off. They say, 
the effect. Yeah, yeah. It's just like caffeine. It, same. So thing. I guess it's like a short-term burst you can get if you were to do it. So yeah. it may not be a long-term yeah. computer genius solution yeah. where you can make hundreds Probably of thousands like any, of dollars typing code like on your laptop. Eventually, you have to take more and more of it. Or yeah, it you turn into a drug Adderall drug addict. Yeah. Shaking down high schoolers at the local gym for <laughs> try to get another hit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Try to score score some pills. <laughs> oh, we're a, yeah. we're a this, flying podcast, this, right? This took it. This took it. This yeah, took Lee. The worst. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm still but, here. Um, there, I was trying to find the post in here that was kind of on top of the uh, the rum's kicking in. The um, good. The getting the CFI. The getting the CFI. Yes, sir. About getting a CFI job. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like networking. I I can't find a I remember it was in here, something about networking and how to assure you. Spencer wants to figure out how to land students, basically. Okay. You saw the you saw the comment too? Yeah, he may not even be in the chat anymore, but I can't um, find it. Yeah. So I mean he Barb wants to talk about men and women learning to fly. Well, it's, there's no Sorry. such thing as men and women, All right? Everybody's yeah. the same. This is this I'm is feeding, Twitch. I'm just I'm catching up on the chat because I wasn't <laughs> yeah. We need to catch up on the chat. Sorry. I mean, that's this is. I didn't I didn't mean to I didn't mean to cut anybody. Oh, off, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I think I don't know that I have advice for networking per se, but I think. Canvas as best you can the flight schools where you would entertain instructing at. Obviously, you want a flight school with a good pedigree and a good constant flow of students. Um, you know, uh, talk to some of the CFIs. I'm sure there's people you went to flight school with or whatever that get jobs at various places. See how things look to them. And you're just kind of guesstimating. And it's not to say you make one choice and it's a bad decision and one of your buddies over there has more students they can handle and things look better and you go over there and, and it's not better, you know, so it, it's, it's, it's an evolving thing, but, you know, get hooked up with a, um, a flight school that has a good reputation. So there seems to be a pretty much, regardless of how much effort you put into a continuous pipeline of new students coming in just from the notoriety of the school. That'd be my advice. Then there's limited effort for me, for you to drum up new students. They just walk in. Maybe it's because it, the, the place has been there for 60 years or they're on the right highway or they have new planes, whatever it is. Just you want the constant steady stream of, of new students coming in because that's where you get the, because you're going to lose some, you'll lose some. I lost some. I lost more than I'm happy to admit. Um, but it's just the way it is. You learn many, many things, not just about flying, but you learn about salesmanship. You learn about (laughs) growing up. Uh, you learn about all those things through the course of all this. So the more students you have that walk in potential students that you see walk in the door, that is going to be your best chance for success because you can be in control of retention for the most part. As long as the the hourly cost is in line with everywhere else, which it probably is, if you see somewhere with a high influx of people and you can get them in front of you and you learn the salesmanship role of flight instructing and you can drum up, you know, a percentage of retention, 
that that's all on you. I think that's super important. So it'll take time. Your first bet might not be the best one, but yeah, I'd, I'd go for the one that has the most walk-ins probably as long as their hourly cost is competitive. Andrea Personal. says you, you lost some students. Did you send them on a solo cross country and never came back? How'd you lose them? <laughs> no, I lost them. I didn't lose them that way. And if, you know, if I if some got lost on a cross country, they probably wouldn't tell me. I probably, at the time, I was such an egomaniac, not that I'm not much different now, but um, I was such an egomaniac that they probably wouldn't have told me if they would have just gone and done circles for an hour and then came back. How am I supposed to know? Um, my instructor made me go in and get fuel to get a receipt. Yeah. And have yeah. so that there was uh, proof. Don wasn't like huge about that, but he did say like if somebody's around, just either buy fuel or, or have them sign your logbook. Yeah, that's, yeah I remember that's having people was. sign my logbook. Yeah. 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 So I just I just had receipts. I remember him saying like if I remember him saying like if if nobody's there, it's like not a big deal. But if there's somebody there, have them sign your logbook. Yeah, we'll see. You never check that. though. Like, no. Like I don't know. I guess when you're when he's signing the lower thing, he could have looked up. Just and keep like, honest. He probably like he probably trusted us. Yes. and Like knew we were gonna actually. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Didn't matter. I never really pushed that on anybody. You know, I was confident in at the time at least I was confident through today's lens like I don't know but at the time I was confident and in them you know that they that it would be fine um but yeah, we had no, Eamon on and he was talking about just stopping at random airports on the way he wasn't signed off for to get snacks and he flew back at night when he never flown at night his first his first I don't know anything about that yeah. I don't know anything James. about that that would be so over the top uh, crazy and ridiculous that he landed at night did a cross country solo cross country at night I don't I don't remember any of that. That may have been with the guy before me that handed. Yeah, no, Eamon it was with it was with James. He he okay. told the story on the show before. I, you, I you weren't on you weren't on with the one time no, it came on. No, no I would have okay. I would have come on glued. Yeah, he he was he saw <laughs> he was flying back and he saw another airport, which was I think I believe it was Marion Airport. Yeah. I'm not sure where he was coming from, but he saw Marion Airport, and he decided to stop there, and. Get a Coke or something? He went to the vending machine that. or whatever. I've heard that. I've heard that story was, from yeah. you guys. I yeah. would have come unglued. Yeah, there was some, I would have come unglued. There was some <laughs> old guys there that he was ended up like bullshitting with for like... Oh, I'm sure. I don't know, like an hour oh, or whatever. I'm sure. Well, he, yeah. said he, he said he landed and talked to the locals and he said, I just arrived yeah. and uh, from the UK. <laughs> and they thought he flew. Well, no, they said, they said, where are you from? And he said, Manchester. <laughs> They thought he flew that small plane to America yeah. and just landed <laughs> yeah. to get a cola. We don't have these back in the UK. Yeah. So anyway, he ended up bullshitting with them guys for like an hour or whatever, and then it got dark. And by the time he got back to Sandusky, it was like dark. James was sitting out there waiting for him. I would have been nuclear. <laughs> I would have been. I Oh, oh my God. <laughs> there's so many reasons that there's so many like endorsements and reasons you should not have done what you did. You betrayed my trust. I mean, it's just like that's what it is. I mean, it's a very large I, amount of trust on both I, parties. Oh, I just I just don't think Eamon really cares. I'm well aware of that, but it's like 
Yeah, Amon's pretty laid back like, about everything. Yeah, like like flying wasn't like something he planned on doing for a living. It was just like for fun, and he really drinking is his hobby. So like it was kind of just like a side thing. I, I, I mean, I get that. I get that. And there are people with other hazardous attitudes that just kind of have no regard for the role of the CFI or any authority at all, which is – I can mostly understand and agree with that. But it's just like you're using my certificate to sign you off to allow you to use this airplane to then go do whatever you want. It's kind of like – that's just too much for me. Just too much for me. I don't appreciate that. Well, I don't think he's like aiming in this example. I don't think he's doing it to like. I don't think he's taking any of that consideration. I just think he was hungry and stuff. No, no, no. I know, and I and I know, and I know. But that's the talk we would have when he landed. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't just go do. You can't just go do that. You weren't first off. All everything in your logbook doesn't endorse you to go land at that airport. The, when you talk what, about student is, solo cross so countries, from a legal perspective, his situation—it's he, he's not endorsed to that airport, so probably. That's step I understand one. that. So Done. let's the situation. Let's just let's take out the the stopping for snacks situation. Let's just say a student gets lost. We just talked. Um, this will probably be a filler clip after. So last week's episode. Um. A student gets lost and comes back in, uh, and it's dark out, and it's this. Obviously, that's a bad, really bad situation. But from like a legal perspective, like if it's not on purpose, if they got lost, okay. <clears throat> what I would want a student to do in this situation is land when it's light out, and then call me, and I will come get you. Yeah, but what if they're lost? They don't find. Well, the they found their way freaking back, so they should be able to find another airport. If they get lost, but they can find their way back, that means they weren't really lost. Well, you put a you put a like a student in a situation where it's like, oh, they get way off course, and they're like, oh crap. There, there's a level of embarrassment. There's a level okay. of I don't know if maybe this doesn't count. So they're cooking back to. Um, let's How do they Clinton. get back, back, back if then they're it was, lost? Back then it was Sandusky. They figure out where they are and they're like, okay, they we'll find out where you are while, while it's light out. They're not going to find out where they are better while it's dark. I know. So they've, it's light out still. They've figured so out. land. Like they've gotten back on course, but it's took way longer. They have the fuel for it, but took way okay. longer. Okay. They're doing mental math as students. No, trying, they're, they're like, I'm oh, sure they're it's going to be. It's going to be close, maybe, I don't know, but, like, I should make it before sunset. And, like, you know, the sun's going down as, you know, the running out of options and they end up landing at night. It's incredibly dangerous, though. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. They shouldn't do that. So CFIs, I guess, make sure they they take off at like 1 p.m. and they're back by 3 p.m. That's what I would say. Yeah, I guess. I guess don't schedule a cross country near anywhere near nighttime. No. Ours were always in the morning. Now that I think back on it. Yeah, I mean, I would do a lot of 11 and 1 p.m.s. I remember that specifically. You don't want to be. Close to that at all. You don't know. You go see the landings that the average student pilot does at night. It's not pretty. 
Because you end up getting more towards, this is kind of their first look at stabilized approach concept, which is a radical departure from their less than survival mode, make it to the runway if the engine fails on downwind. It's a very, very different scenario. And so now you're, you're, you're more, a much more stabilized approach. You're well deep, not deep into the flare, but you're, you're well towards landing when you're chopping the power and having residual energy to kind of, you know, land um, somewhat normal and smooth. It's so different to them. The last thing you want is for that to be their first exposure to a night landing. It's just too many new things. It gives me anxiety to think about. Don't even let them go close enough to that. If you had to paint a scenario, if there's some reason it had to be that way for it to work, or they're one of those students that is a little bit more, I don't want to say difficult, but more time constrained on the timeline of getting their private by a certain date, things like that, and you had to fit them in, make sure, and obviously this won't go over good, and this is salesmanship. This is asserting some authority because they are operating under your authority. They need to be landing if they get lost, some unforeseen circumstances force them off course, whatever, they get lost, they need to land in daylight, you go get them. That's what that's what needs to happen uh, to kind of keep your, your safety margin there. That's much better, and of course that's at a big inconvenience to everybody, it's much more beneficial than wrapping the airplane up in a ball, making it back to their home airport, for sure. I'm, I'm going to try to call Eamon. I think I can do it on this new thing. I can just call people. That'd be great. We'll just, we're just going to test it since this is post-episode. We're, we're just going to do it live and see if Eamon answers. All right. You guys got to tell me, though, if you hear a... Uh, if you hear a ringing, though, on your end, because if you don't hear the ringing, it means you're not going to hear the conversation, so I should just end it right away. Tell us when you're doing it, I guess. I mean, there's so much going on in the chat. I hear the, I hear it ringing. Okay. We can call people now live on the oh, show. Oh, Jesus This Christ. is exciting. I need a translator for this, dude. I can't, I'm not out of practice with how he... All right. Eamon's probably not going to... Eamon rarely answers, though, so... I doubt it. We, we know this works at least, though. Yes. Okay. Your call has been... All right. Yep. So we know we know the technology exists now, so we can ring people on the fly, which is great. Thank you again, ground crew, for the, the thing. I don't even know what you call it. Road Apex onboard machine. Um, yeah. Anything in the chat? But yeah, give me a so CFI much, I, don't, job, I don't even though. know where to start. This is not a very efficient. I, I don't. I don't even know where to start. Okay, Earl says, "What do you guys think of Stoll? Seems to be a lot of accidents." I saw um, Flynn Stoll. posted something about a stall accident in on Pilot Ground this week, and I started to watch the video, and it didn't get to the accident part. I hate watching the videos anyway, so when I got it like three, four minutes terrifying. in. I'm a professional yeah, so, uh, pilot. I can't, I just can't do it. I can't do yeah. it. So I, I didn't, I, it was three minutes in. I'm like, okay, it's not, I'm not, I'm done. So I didn't actually see the accident. Yeah. But in theory, I love the, the stole. Yes. Stuff. It I just don't, depends. I don't know if I get, like, 
Mm, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I, don't, I don't think I'd get into the competition like some people do. Oh, I would. No, no, no. What I'd like to do is I'd like to get a non-super stole out version of the same plane they're flying and then try to compete against them with all their little things. That's what I'd like to do. That's sounds like a bad idea, though, because then you're pushing the airplane more than they're pushing it to try to compete with them. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh. It may, I mean, it may, I'm sure I would lose, but it's just, that's what I would, my, some, it's hard to like kind of say, but I love repurposed airplanes. Scott, what are you doing? What are you doing, buddy? Is he off? Is yeah, this something I, I can't hear pushed? him. Wow. Did you press How your button? How did that happen in the middle? There's well, a mic, there's a button a on your mic. It's got to say, it's got to say on. There's an on part and an off part. Okay. Yeah, so he can hear you, so the mic must be on. Did you click the mute? The mic button. Did you click something? No, nothing. There's a mic button down in the lower center. All right, Scott. Go in <laughs> and out. Okay. Bye, Scott, Scott. No, Scott hit the mic off, mic mute, and now he's pretending. That's <laughs> Now he's pretending like it went out oh, so he we can go to bed. We don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, guys. I don't know, guys. It's just, I don't know. It stopped. I wanted to stay till 9. I did. Know, I was actually like, good for 9.30 or 10 I, o'clock I today. I swear. I would have stayed till 11 o'clock if you guys kept going tonight. I was on a roll, but like, you know, the equipment just went. I don't know what, I don't know what to tell you. Oh. <laughs> he's and gone. Uh, there he goes. I just, yep. I, I tried to fix it and I just went out. Oh, oh I'm sorry. So, yeah, the stole, yeah, no, Rob and I are into that. We're into that, but yeah. Yeah, the stole stuff would be sweet. Uh, but yeah, the is there a lot of accidents? I, I just, the, Flynn posted the one post on Pilot Ground. And I watched and I some of I, that. I didn't, but I watched some of it too, and I didn't get to the accident part, and I'm like, you know what, I'm, no, like I rarely, I rarely click on those videos anyway, because I hate watching stuff like that. I'm like for some reason I just I had a battery moment. Just died in the okay, chat. And I pulled it up and I was like, "All right, I'll <clears throat> I'll watch this for for I don't know why." And then it was a few minutes in, and I'm like, I changed my mind, and I so I never actually saw the accident part of the video. Yeah, I did the same thing. I was like two minutes and eighteen seconds in. I'm like, you know what? It's probably not the best thing for me to be doing right now. You just see where it's going. It's like these guys are like, they're competing. So it's like they start making, not necessarily making bad decisions, but it's just like, I can just see the crescendo building, I guess is what I'm saying. It's like, man, I I just, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't want that to be me. And that's kind of what I think about. It's like, I think about my mental process, like, oh, they did it in 18 feet. I'm going to do it in 12. And it's like, man, that's stupid as shit. You know, who, what am I? I mean, these guys have, you know, more horsepower and, you know, whatever, slats and slots and, you know, spoilerons and crazy shit to help, you know, eke out every little bit. And they have a lithium ion bat or lithium iron battery and all this stuff they've done. And I'm like, why am I going to try and compete against that? The answer is because I think that's what's cool is repurposing aircraft. You know, that's kind of what my family has done for a while and i think that's what's fun i think that's what's cool is using airplanes beyond the the initial design intention um i think that's cool but 
obviously I just, there's going to be shortcomings. I like doing that. I like doing that kind of stuff. I don't, I'm just not competitive in that way. Like I would be competing with myself casually over the years. Like keeping a mental checklist of how quick I can stop it up. I, I, I just mm. don't have any of the desire to go to like a competition. I hate stuff on my schedule like that in general. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. It's there. like, like I, like oh, that sounds like an awesome thing, and then it's like, you know, a month out, it's like oh my gosh, I agreed to this four months ago. Now I gotta like, you know what I mean? I just yeah, I would never. Yeah, and now you host a podcast. I know. Hey everybody, uh, RSVP for Precosh, by the way. Yes. Yes. That's it's, like three months away. Yes. That's going to be. Oh, I'm we've sorry. Under, two we've months away. Less is than it? two months. It's yeah, May 24th yeah, it as of this recording. So it's two okay. months away. Yeah. Make sure I'm RSVP. I'm looking forward to that, though. I'm not. Well, yeah, but who's to say you wouldn't if you had, you know, a Kit Fox or whatever all like as stole up, you know, ready to rock. You know, let's, let's, let's say it's just a competition. You mean, Scott, you wouldn't want to sign up for that. Yeah, and you're going to be in town anyways. The airplane's already at the more, airport. Yeah, that's more interesting to me, though. I'm just trying to envision myself flying from Palm Beach to wherever they have those stole competitions way out west. Oh, yeah, but we'd have to put on our own. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. the scenario that I'm, like, picturing. Papa Boris would never allow it. Why not? It's just insurance. We don't tell them that we're doing it. We just do it. Okay. I mean, Semi. You know, like semi. Papa whatever. Boris is kind of always out there, so it'd be hard to pull off. Well, he doesn't need to know. He doesn't need to know. I'll have to wait till he gets older and doesn't like to go out of the house anymore, and Scott's more running the show. Then it'll just be a free for all out there. Eight eight. I don't understand how he has to know. We're just lined up, and we have cones, and it's just kind of like a gentleman's like honor. Like, ah, I took off by the third cone. Ah, I made it by the fourth cone. Yeah, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I just rather, I just rather hang out by the pond, having some beers, and drink beer. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd rather like look at an airplane than fly it personally. Like we had like. Yes, uh, set up. I'd be like, I just yeah, I just go over, you know. Barbara, Barbara like if, says, like ask we, for permission, not for, for or ask for forgiveness, not for permission. Oh yeah, but Papa Boris is going to be like, he's going to be involved. He doesn't want to be, but he I know. he loves he loves all that stuff too much, and we don't, you know, we like when he's around anyway. So he's going to be. Oh yeah, sure we got to keep him happy. Got to keep him yeah. happy. He's my homeroom teacher. High school. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so many things. Um Yeah, seeing some yes, yeah, seeing somebody crash, not good. Uh Chris from Utica said I tried flying to 88 and Microsoft flights Microsoft flight I sound like Scott. Microfo- Microsoft flight simulator and I crashed into Cedar Point. Yeah, you weren't trying hard enough, probably. That's not good. Joseph said never never asked for permission. Barbara said ask for forgiveness, ask for permission. Um Chris from Utica said, listen, you get clearance from Toledo Center. Toledo approach, it would be Toledo doesn't have a center. It'd be Cleveland or Indianapolis Center. And you can't get mad at ATC rules all. That's true. Um, and then Joseph had Orbia Bath and then 
goodness. That's probably more likely. One of these things, one of these, an element of some of these things will probably happen regardless. Um, and then Todd said, I can't wait to meet all these Boris folks. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, wow. The, the Microsoft Flight Simulator, I purchased that roughly a year ago, probably. And I first one I loaded up was 88 Delta, obviously. And I went, I was somewhat surprised for not being an airport where somebody went in and like made it look exactly like, because there's some airports that look pretty spot on. Um, but obviously no one's done that for 88 Delta. So I was there. And I'm like, this is semi-realistic. Like, you know, I can kind of tell what was going at. And then they did an update and it looks nothing like it anymore. Like the update ruined 88 Delta. Mm. It was weird. That's too bad. Like it's, yeah, it's like that. Like you were kind of, it was, I was somewhat impressed by how just the AI did it. Like when I first had the game and then Microsoft did this big update and the AI just messed 8-8 Delta up. Does not look anything like that in uh, in the in the game anymore. Not the game. I call it a game, but it's not really a game. It's a simulator. Mm. Yeah, right. Um, But... um. Andreas, we still have the uh, the rum bottles up here. Um, for rum we're bottles. saving those the we liquor have, bottles, not just yeah, rum. We got a rum and we got a whiskey. Yes, that are unopened. We're not going to open them up until the first time we record in person. Andreas sent us liquor. Thank you, sir. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, how many people we have for precaution? Five. Planes? Five, five. I want to say it's five aircraft. Um, actually, okay. let me pull up the my. I can tell you if you care that much. <clears throat> HOA. It's my one of my life goals is to never have an HOA. Uh, it is four, four, four aircraft. Okay. Um, and it take me a little more work on people, so we can do I think up to twelve airplanes. That's what that Papa seems Boris high. said. Okay, yeah, He's, and it seems Boris to me says like, you can do twelve airplanes okay. right now the way the airfield's set up. Okay, and I think we could be creative if there was more than that, but and that's why we're getting RSVPs because yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean four four is four is good, and I like some of those are like two to three people, so it's kind of like. Yeah. That's a decent. Randy says, people, did really. the pre update version have the Wendy's sign for guess and check for night landings? No. Microsoft has not gotten the Wendy's sign in there yet. No guess and check. Uh, no guess and check. This year won't be an option for me, but what are thoughts about pre sequel in 2023? We're going to just see how this one goes. Uh, I honestly have no idea. We may, we may not, 2023, which is. We're going to see how this one goes. Uh, we'll probably have a better sense once we do this one and to see if see if there'll be another one. Ideally, we'd like it to go well and, and do it. If not every year, maybe every other year or something, some sort of regular rhythm with it, uh, if it goes well. You think in the... 
thinking the same Lee or yeah I'm I'm very interested see so the way I am kind of wired um psychologically I'm not upset at all with a smaller group for this first one because like I'm arguably I'm not good with actually my my memory is kind of actually just shit in general so like faces, <laughs> names, things I've said, things I've done, place I've gone, whatever. It's just like in when you're out the other. Like I just I don't process things like I, maybe I would say almost normally. I don't process them normally. Um, so for a smaller gathering to happen and have that more, for lack of a better term, intimate FaceTime, get to know people, um, that is beneficial. I think um, to have meaningful time, meaningful interactions. I'm excited about that. If it if it were a 300 person or a 100 person thing, it'd be so watered down. I wouldn't have any of that meaningful interaction. So for this first one, I'm totally cool with it being smaller and like building blocks. Um, and I've gotten to know people obviously through Pilot Ground through the podcast. On that's good, and I want to continue to strengthen and grow those relationships and expand and get more and more relationships through it. But I just know me and know how I. Um, how I think and how I uh, compartmentalize and, and process information and people and whatever. And I think a smaller group at first is good. Um, but I, I totally, I would like, I would like it to be an annual thing. We just need to see there's a lot of moving pieces and, and we just, we don't even know the fallout really from this one yet. So yeah. it's really hard to I, weigh in. I definitely in don't on. want it to be big. If it was, if it were too big this year, that would probably be a problem, and yes. then we, that would probably be make us less likely to do it again next year, just because it's such a small airport. So yeah, that's why we that's why we haven't been advertising it or like encouraging people to go as hard as we could um, since we announced it, just because we don't want it to be. We want people to show up, but we don't want it to be too crazy big of a group if that makes sense yeah no and so far you know if it didn't get yeah we want people who want to be involved you know to be involved for sure for sure obviously we're i'm not saying that i want you know oh i'm cool with the four or five people or the four or five planes which are two to three people each i don't want to I don't want to say that that's that's fine and we don't want it more than that, but I'm just saying I, I just I want it to be meaningful. I want this to be a community thing and I want it I want I want the time with the people coming. Who the people who it's important enough to come, I want to have the time with them. You know what I mean? That's that's me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way and to do it. And not that, you know, if, if it was a hundred people, I would do my best, but I just know that it would be watered down. And I know me, how I like work through those social things. It's just, it would just not be, you know, as, as good as, you know, a smaller group. So building blocks, everybody building yeah. blocks. Rather the first one, small and quaint. And then if we do it again, slightly larger. Slightly yeah. Larger. And it'll get more refined. It's easier to right? manage get, too. Cause we don't, yeah, we don't know totally. how to throw an event at all. No, no. Nope, this, this is, is, gonna be a, shit this is show. a fairly public thing we're throwing with the platform we now have with the podcast. Thanks to everybody who listens regularly. Uh, it's incredible to, to watch the numbers grow month over month. Um, but this is literally just us using a this platform, which is growing in decent size now, to throw a get together with friends. So, yeah, yes. I don't know. Like no more planning's gone into precaution than we would if we were just 
drinking at Scott's hangar with like the locals, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. That's exactly how it feels like. So the yeah. lack of coherence in a normal podcast, that expect that out of the precosh. Yeah, this is a yeah, very small event, hopefully. It's because if it's too many people, it's just going to be a disaster. It's going to be like that uh, fire festival. Did yes. you see the documentary <laughs> on the fire festival? I haven't seen it. I mean, I yeah, I haven't seen it though. Yeah, but. that's kind of, if too many people showed up, it would just turn into the fire flying. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, go see that. I, I forget what streaming service. F-Y-E-R, F-Y-I-R. Yeah, they spell fire weird. There's yeah. a documentary on one Netflix or HBO or one of those things, streaming things where they go into the this fire festival event uh, that was just a disaster. So yeah, if too many people show up, it'll turn to the fire flying, and then we'll definitely never have it again. <laughs> so A, because a, Papa Boris wouldn't let us, and B, because we wouldn't want to. Yeah, right. Disaster yeah, we don't want to be part of that. Um, so um, let's, let's back up here. There's a lot of things going on here. Um, my, right. my, so my carry on, so we call a lot of people call them roller boards where it's really roll a board, roll a board. It's got wheels. So you roll it aboard. A lot of people like flight attendant stuff, say roller boards. It just doesn't make any sense. And a lot of people don't understand it. I have a strong bags. So strongbags.com, um, that's mine. It's empty weight is like 12, almost 13 pounds, like 12.8 pounds. I pulled up the website. I think it's the same version I have. Um, I think loaded, I typically plan on it to be about 30 pounds. People, A lot of people use like 50 pounds. I plan on 30 pounds. Um, and I think it's probably pretty accurate. We were actually just talking about this today. Um, I missed the comment. This is your luggage you're talking about? Yeah. Um, Chris from Utica asked about it. Uh, honest question for Lee. What's your carry-on like? Do you keep to a certain weight? And I I mean, I typically have – I mean, it's a varying weight, so I guess to answer the question specifically, it's varying weight. I'm sure I'm probably 30 to 35 pounds all in. Um, you know, but I bring – you know, so like, for example, today I have my MacBook. The, the uh, microphone and stand, obviously the cord, which doesn't weigh anything, but ounces lead to pounds. Um, the earbuds that I'm using now, um, I have my kind of my normal. So this is one only one overnight. So I only really need like one change of clothes, you know. So I had a pair of jeans, a pair of like sleep, you know, sleepwear type stuff, shoes, you know, just just kind of normal. Actually, I have two pairs. I brought a pair of flip-flops, which I use to, like, walk around in my room because these floors are disgusting, even in, like, this is a Hilton, but it's still disgusting. If you walk around your bare feet, your feet start to feel weird, like tacky and stuff. So it's like, ah, I'm going to treat this like a dorm shower and put on my Adidas flip-flops. So I have those. So I, I have a bunch of stuff. I still plan about 30, 35 pounds. Pelican uh, case. What's up? Pelican well, case. you can do that. You can do that. What's that pelican case weigh though? Empty. That's the I don't thing. Know. This thing. Well, yeah, I was, weigh I, was, it. I was going through. I don't know. I don't know the scale with me. I was. Well, I'm just I saying. Was, I went through a lot of luggage, and then I got so ticked off. I bought a pelican case. This is the biggest pelican case they they make. That's carry on mm -hmm. um, approved. 
And um, yeah, I love it. I've had it like over a decade now, and like I had one. And I sold indes- it. Almost indestructible. I had one. I sold it, I had, and I had the bigger size than that too. I had two of them: the carry on that I one there. That, yeah, yeah, and then I had the bigger one. We sold them on Facebook Marketplace or whatever. I would go back to that. What I didn't like rolling around the airport is those are harder wheels. So they make a little bit louder noise. Mine basically has most like flight crew luggage has like roller blade type wheels on it. I'm really happy. This is my second strong bag version. A lot, a really popular one is Luggage Works. Uh, that's what the kind of the quintessential flight crew luggage. Mine is very similar in looks. Um, I'm ha- I'm ha- I'm happy with mine. I've never tried the Luggage Works. I mean, I've you handled them a lot with other flight crew members, but I, yeah, I think like my buddy Andy, I think he's got luggage works, but I'm just, mine's fine. I like it a lot. I just love the Pelican case. I agree with you. I mean, I I like the indestructible nature. It's got good interior volume. I just rolling it through the airport all the time. I just, I don't know that I want to do that. You get some looks because people are like, does that guy have a, is that luggage or a bomb? I'm not sure. I'm going to stay <laughs> right. away from him, which I want anyway, so it works out. That's true. That's true. Um, Andrew says, Lee, do you process more like a man or a woman? I think, what was that? What were we talking about? I have no idea. I think you were talking about just more like with the um, the the size of the gathering for Precast 2022 versus 2023. Dude, I don't know. I th- I think I th- yeah. I'm definitely more interested in things. Like yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. Um, God, so well, you're cut. Someone said you're cutting in and out for them. I didn't know I mean, that I was. Like, that would be a good. No, you didn't cut in and out ago. for me. I didn't. I haven't, yeah. or I have. I didn't notice it. He says the man level so high. Lee needs a step tool to reach it. Um. Yeah, I'm five foot six. I need a step stool for most things. Yes. Um, pelican is overrated. Oh, come on. I know. I'm a pelican fan. I really am. Um, I didn't like the handle on mine because it's like a solid all across handle. Is this, is that like yours? It's like a solid handle. Like when you pull yeah. it out, the whole like um. I had it covered in paracord, the handle, to oh. make it more comfortable, and then I had to use the paracord for something, so I, I don't have it on there now. But, I mean, like, the part that recedes in and out of the actual case to go flush, that's like a solid piece, right? It's not like a cutout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, that was my, that was the main driver for me, because I had a, my last piece of luggage before I got this was a Samsonite, and we are in Vegas. Scott was, was the, uh-huh. the last Vegas trips we were on, and... After five days in Vegas, you're not a happy camper in the airport going back home. Um, you're usually hungover and angry. Uh, mm-hmm. So I get on an escalator with my Samsonite, and it, I put it on the edge of the escalator on one of the steps. Uh-huh. And when the steps started going up, it pushed my handle of my Samsonite. It caught the lip of the handrail and just crushed the whole thing. Like the... Huh cheap piece of samsonite crap that it was and right, just crushed right. it all sideways and bent it all up like the 
erector set on Sandlot when they're trying to retrieve the ball from the dog. That's what it yep. reminded me of. So it's just all <laughs> bent and cockeyed and could never go back in the case. So I'm just so ticked. And now I got this carry-on Samsonite. I'm boarding this flight back to Cleveland from Las Vegas. And like, I can't even put the handle back in because it's all cockeyed and crooked. And like, I hit it from the, the flight attendants, I think, to get on the plane. And like, mm-hmm. I was shoving it up in the thing. I think I just bent it sideways. And like, it's just, yeah, it was bad. So that's when I bought the Pelican case was after that trip. So I'm like, I am never like, I'm just buying something indestructible. Yeah. And then there you go. I did a, uh, in one of my commercial photography classes I did in college, I had to do like an ag campaign for something. So I did Pelican. And so I bought some Pelican cases off of eBay that were like either already broken or one had like a module for controllers or something. So there was mm-hmm. holes in it drilled through it, but they removed the internals and they were just selling mm-hmm. the case. Uh-huh. So we were throwing it out of, out of the airplane amongst many other things. Uh, so, in the process, I think it survived getting thrown out of the airplane a bunch of times onto the runway, uh, the grass strip at 80 Delta. I think it might have been, it, I forget what we did that actually broke it. The shotgun probably didn't help it. Um, but it didn't like hitting cement from high altitudes, I don't think. So anyway, it cracked and I sent it back to Pelican. I'm like, it broke. And they were like, they sent me a brand new one without any holes in it. So I still use that for as a first aid kit today. Like a nice Pelican. And I paid like $30 for it on eBay. All wow. holed up and everything and cracked it in half and sent it back to Pelican. They sent me a brand new one, no questions asked. Wow. It was impressive. I'm I'm impressed. That makes me want to go buy a new one. I just don't need one. So yeah. I got a new one. So I had a I've got I've done luggage works, travel pro, I've done all those kind of crew type luggages and then um or not the traditional travel work or uh, luggage works like with a UT. And then my first like real like real deal flight crew I did um strong bags. This is my second one. The first one was all like a polycarbonate type frame, a super light whatever. Basically uh the ground crew thrown it in the back of an airliner just broke it the first day. Like son of a bitch. So I dealt with that for like three years. It was all broke. Now this one is like their 21 inch. That one was like small. It was like 19 inch. This one's 21 inch. Standard is 22. This is 21 inch, um, but it's all like metal. Metal frame. Metal. Um, oh, it's all metal structure. Um, so Don't far, be talking no bad about the ground crew, Lee. All right. I just want to throw that in there. Hey, you know what? I love ground crew. You know, hey, you know, on this hot day in Charlotte, I'd be the first one out there. Hey, you guys need something to drink? You guys need waters? You guys need Cokes? What do you want? I'd get the whole ground crew out there, throwing bags, do parking airplane, shit like that. I'd whatever. I'd go back in the airplane. I'd have an order list of like what to give the guys. That's the kind of guy I am. I appreciated them. I hope they appreciated me. Whatever. But um, but yeah, they I, definitely I break appreciate shit. I appreciate the ground crew. Absolutely. Even Everybody get, should. Even if you guys break stuff, okay. You guys well, you got to look at what they're doing. That dude throwing those bags off that belt loader, he's in a 120, well, first off, it's 100 degrees, and then he's in a 120 or higher uh, baggage compartment with no airflow, throwing bags in. Like, what's he going to do? He's got X number of bags to fit a certain size space. There's no, I mean, how gentle can you be? So I was. I think we're talking about different ground crews, but yes, yes, points. 
Well yeah. taken. Yeah, maybe. Um, um, I'm sorry that okay. I'm cutting out for some people. Um, I, are you? What, right. So what are you saying? The 21 inch? No, the 20, 22 inches, and I can't remember like the other dimensions. That's standard size. So the 21 inch is just like a little bit smaller. And I'm sure, I, I don't even know what the, like the nominal dimensions are, but they classify it a 21 inch. So it's it's right there in line, but it it, it fits in all the overheads. Um, if so, I'm the guy. If I'm getting, if I know I'm riding an airliner, I make sure that at all costs, well, not at all costs, but within reason, that I don't have to. I'll put everything, all my overnight stuff, everything in my book bag. I do not want to check a bag. I do not want to gate check a bag. I don't want any of that. Oh, I, I hate just, doing I, that, yeah. I At all costs. And, and I mean, obviously, I have to make some sacrifices, you know, like, so if this trip here, if I knew I was going to have to air, ride an airline, I might not have brought my laptop. I might not have brought the stuff to record with. So I would have, you know, just been just my essentials, and that's it, my cell phone and a charge cord, whatever. It would have been minimal compared to what I bring when we're when I, I'm just throwing the baggage in the back of a plane I'm flying. So it's a totally different mental thing. You know, I hear all these horror stories. You know, my wife just went to a bachelorette party. You know, they checked bags of spirit and it went here and they didn't make that flight. They're hours later and they had to hope that their bag stayed there where they were and all kinds of stuff. I just don't want any of that when I'm relying on a seamless, you know, situation and being able to get have my clothes, have my toiletries, all that stuff. I don't want to even think about it. I want to be with me. I don't check it. And you're flying spirit too, and they're charging you for everything. Yeah. And they were prepared to do that for the price, whatever. But like, I just don't, it's not worth the headache. I don't care what it costs. Do the personal item. Wear, wear all your clothes. Okay. So you look like an Eskimo and then you stuff, shove more in it. So they think you're pregnant. And then if they try to insinuate that a man can't be pregnant, you accuse them of a hate crime. They'll let you on board. How yeah, it's, it's good oh. strategy. All right, I would say you guys can, you guys can have it uh, if you need to uh, save thirty five dollars on your next spirit <laughs> flight. All right, go yeah. go with the pregnant Eskimo look, uh, regardless of your gender. <laughs> Let's see here. Gate check, Barbara fun said, story. Air France lost my carry on at a gate check back when they were sh- striking years ago. How the hell do you lose a gate check back? Yeah, okay, I feel like that's. Um, I just, I would not gate check. I, I wouldn't do any of that. Gate check, yes, should be the least likely to get lost 100%. But it's, it's tough. I've actually loaded. So I was, when I was flying a CRJ, um, we had under storage. So there's in the back the aft baggage that's for like check bags to go, but like carry ons and, and gate checked bags or you know the ones you leave at the bottom of the jet bridge um, when you're about to board, those would all go underneath. And I like multiple times I would help the bag the the ground ground crew load bags into the airplane. It's like back like working the islands, man. I'd, I'd be yeah. putting people's luggage in there and unloading too. Um, I, I would do that. And, um, 
it boggles my mind that somebody can mix that up, but I suppose yeah. it's possible for sure. Andreas saying he had no choice. They forced me to gate check. The handful of times I've had to gate check, it's like I didn't have an option. Like they just wouldn't let like I I had to. Yeah. I've never I, like so, I never like said, Oh, I'm gonna gate check this. It's always oh, like, totally. not letting you on the plane it's with just that. For, so like, oh, it's okay. just forecast that though. It's just look at what yeah, I it could have happened to me, hundred percent. I'd like to say I'm gonna have a book bag only. If I'm getting in never, one of those situations, book bag only. I usually have my trusty Pelican case with me. Well, that's the problem though. Me. That is like easy to see. There's like no qualms about like how big that is. Like with a soft, semi-soft-sided rollerboard bag, it's like ah, is that 19? Is that 18? Is that whatever? How many inches is that rollerboard size? And some just classify like flight attendants or whatever. They'll just say, oh, it's got wheels. It's got to go. Gate check. Like, gotta leave that buy, on the jet bridge. Yeah, I usually buy upgraded seats and stuff too. So uh-huh. I feel like they're less likely to. If you paid for that 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 emergency exit aisle on Spirit, you're like a semi high roller. You pay for the big front seat. Sometimes they're like, man, this guy means business. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Don't the mess. flight attendant doesn't know what your ticket is though. So yeah. like, if they so they, I mean, Spirit see, may be a different situation. Yeah. You get on a regional airline where there's, and it's so what people need to understand is so if you listen to them when they're doing their boarding announcements, the gate agents, they will say if overhead space is limited or there are air carrier restrictions. And a lot of people don't really listen to the the air carrier restrictions, which means they might might not be a carry-on approved airline so it's not that they don't want you to take it on or that your bag won't fit sometimes it's easier for them to just say oh your bag won't fit even though you you flew that same airplane on a different carrier and it fit and you know that it does it's not about that it's the air carrier restrictions so they are not approved for carry-on baggage which means you're only allowed a personal item which has a totally different volume size has a totally different weight limit to, according to the FAA and they will let you bring those on so your book bag those re- like those really shorty like almost like a rolling um, briefcase all those types of things they'll let you bring those on but when you get to a rollerboard size a standard carry-on the FAA doesn't allow that so it's not up to the flight attendant. It's not up to the gate agent. It's there are air carrier restrictions. The FAA does not approve that specific carrier operating that flight for you to put that in the overhead because that is built in to the standard average passenger weight that the air carrier uses. So like when you roll on, so, okay. So private pilots, student pilots, were all kind of in tune with weight and doing weight and balance. How much does everybody weigh? You know, you put all that in, whatever. Well, when you get into a big airplane, you have 100 seats. You can't figure out exactly what everybody weighs. That's not practical. So what happens is we use what are called standard average passenger weights. And there's advisory circulars for this. And the FAA is put on. And they get changed periodically. And the, the, air, the air carrier has their own specific weights they use for people. So... Depending on the season, things change. It's like 186 or 194, depending on the season. So in the summer, we tend to weigh people as 186 average. Uh, if it's a 50-50 male, female, and then it's 194 in the winter because you're wearing heavier clothing, maybe heavier uh, shoes, things like that. 
and then built into that, which might sound high to a lot of people. You know, you're you're a you know a a, a woman and you you weigh you know, 125, 135, 145. Well, okay, but they have you in there at 194. Well, that doesn't make sense. But in that number, include your carry-on baggage and perhaps a lap child if you have one. That is how they arrive under two. So a child under two years old would be a lap child. That is all built into your standard average passenger weight. So if you have, um, if it's a, if it's a, uh, a carrier, an air carrier, that is not allowed to have carry-on baggage, that allows them to count you weighing less than that, like I said, 194 or whatever it may be. I believe we used 190, and that was because the one of the carriers, the, the one I remember, uh, we did not have a carry-on baggage policy. So everything was gate-checked. And people to argue every freaking flight. Somebody would be pissed off. Well, I just put it in the same airplane, you know, the last flight. It's like, well, yeah, it's not about whether it fits or not. It's about whether we are legally allowed to put it on the plane. It's not about fitment. We know it fits. Our bags are back here. But they're factored into the weight and balance of the airplane. Yours are not and won't be. And so the flight doesn't have to deal with this all the time. So just keep that in mind. Listen to that second snippet of if the over, overhead space is limited or there are air carrier restrictions. Nobody pays attention to that part. Look, all right. I, Scott Boris has left us, but I feel like I should counter argue this, all right? Okay, uh, fire Give away. some solid far aim podcast advice. Okay. Um, for these situations, if you find yourself in this situation and you have a carry-on bag that you do not want to check, it may be advisable for you to Maybe carry a ratchet strap with you and a rain poncho so that you can ratchet strap your carry-on luggage to your front and then have a big rain poncho to wear over it to conceal it for you walking on the flight. Would this, How would this go down, Lee, from your experience with the airlines? If somebody showed up wearing a, a rain poncho with a, a gigantic chest that somehow resembled a luggage um, under their rain poncho when it's a clear sunny day. I imagine it won't go good. No. But you just don't know. With that gate agent, you know, it's got to pass the gate agent, you know, and then the flight attendant has to be okay with it. I don't think that it's going to make it through, personally. I I, I've gotten, I've pushed the limits on spirit before with, with stuff under my shirt to uh, sneak it in. I don't know. I, I've never seen it done. I don't know. All right. Somebody out there in the uh, the ether webs, if you try this, let us know. All right. Email Lee. He's the only one that checks his email anymore. I do. I check, my, I check my email every day. Scott never cared from the start, and I've just, I've gotten so far behind, I've kind of just given up. But Lee still kind of checks his. Um, pilotground.com is the best way to... Uh, get a hold of us thank you thank you thank you ground crew members if you'd like to support the show consider getting a ground crew membership uh it funds this operation and um slowly growing month over month here and uh we'll slowly get more equipment and uh, more capabilities for this operation but um yeah i feel like we should wrap it up here i am sweating profusely because i'm in south florida and my air conditioner has been off since uh 
over two hours now. Yes. So I need to take a shower before I go to bed now. <laughs> I'd soak through the shirt. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, everybody. Yes, uh, thank this you has been guys. great. Gone a little long, but uh, that's yeah. as per usual. Yeah, Last thanks minute, for hanging uh, out with us in the post episode. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, thanks for listening, and we will see everybody next time. Yep, see you on Pilot Ground. See you guys. Later. See ya. And the sporty okay. one. Okay, he wouldn't tell me what it was. Oh, why? I don't know. He said he bought an electric car, <laughs> but he wouldn't tell me what it was. Oh. <laughs> an electric Maybe I shouldn't have told you then. <laughs> That's the moped, the moped well, for rich t- people. I tell, well, we're li- we're, li- we're live now, you. though, so you can't be talking about it too much. You never know okay. who's watching. Oh, okay. Twitch? Yeah. You said Twitch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have had that ready to go. Okay. Volume yes. down, everybody. Yes, we'll get the... Uh, let me turn my... Oh, AC's my off. We'll do okay. AC's oh. off, Lee, before we forget. Yep. yep. Start sweating now. I can never tell on Twitch how many people are viewing from my end. It's always super delayed. No, it doesn't doesn't tell you. Um, Tyler's here. Barbara's here. Let me get the chat. B Sut eight twelve. Yeah, that's Barbara. I know. Uh, let me switch this. All right. I, I, I still f- show zero viewers, even though people's in the chat. Okay, I got an app update. Okay. Doing last-minute last, uh, last minute stream. Uh, I have power. I have power this week, which is nice. Let me see if I yeah, can do the... Uh, I was devastated yeah. that we couldn't record. Cla- Clapter for power. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's good. I got buttons now. Spencer. Hello, Jeannie. Hello. Who am I? I'm coming up on somebody's phone. Yeah. I can hear my own voice. Why, why was your power out I have last no idea. Time. I think the super machine took it out. Yeah. Took it out. We got a did haircut. we get a haircut? I did get a haircut. Thank you for noticing. Wow. I, had, I had a wedding on Saturday to go to. Okay. I would never have noticed such things. No, that's, uh, that's oh, what women down. notice that stuff. I don't get it. I yeah. don't understand how it's possible. Yeah. No. You could go from a full-on mullet to the haircut you have right now, Lee, and I probably <laughs> it'd probably take <laughs> no. me a couple days to notice. No. Yeah, yeah. If somebody asked me how long your hair was before, I would, I, I would no. know. Oh yeah, no, totally. I mean, I guess I, I guess I could say like I think your hair is shorter, but I wouldn't. Not know that, that much shorter. Oh. I don't know. I don't know that anybody could. I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, like in general, like if somebody was like. How does Lee keep his hair? I would guess probably. Yeah, short. right, right, right. Like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. such a dude answer. Like, who pays attention? Yeah, I wouldn't know. It's uh, kind right. of short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Andres, hey man. Um, man, okay, good. Okay, uh, Spencer says I have a CFI initial in about a, in about a month. I need advice for a twelve-hour. Che- what do you mean by a twelve-hour check ride? She's talking about the CFI, the one that goes on. So like your or all you're talking day, about sometimes almost eight hours of eight hours of oral or more and then yeah an all day check ride sometimes two mine was I didn't two know did that that sounds that sounds mine awful went, I would recommend next mine not went going. two days my CFI I, I hope yours is not that long dude um 
I'm going to go ahead and say just just skip it. <laughs> but if you do do it advice. and get it, always, always renew every other year. So you never have to go through that process again. Don't That's do why. a retest. I did that I'm one so time. Di- I'm so diligent on renewing mine every year, so I don't have to do that. Oh. I learned, so Barbara said, I learned this week that men and women learn how to fly differently. Something about the way they perceive things. Um. Yeah, for um, sure. Are we are we allowed to acknowledge the difference between men and women? I, on I Twitch? don't know. On Twitch, no, on Twitch, it's probably safe. We, we might get. We. Okay, I don't know. We might get taken down. Yeah, for we, acknowledging that there are differences. Yeah, between we, men and there women. There may which there's not. There's uh, clearly not differences. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Men can have babies too. <laughs> Twitch. <sucks. laughs> the perfect. The perfect username. Andres. <laughs> oh god okay. um the nice guys in here the show gets ca- culture canceled but nice guys yeah uh, yeah that's what we're here for yeah, yeah. okay yeah good good job yeah Robert. right she's just stirring this pot just stirring the pot <laughs> right mm. yeah yeah so scott what what are you drinking do you mm. are you drinking the rum valid question rum yes I'm drinking. Uh, we po- we posted the the handles of rum. Yeah, well, sh- put yours up, Scott. It, you have yours hand. handy. My hand, my no, my handle's out in the shop. Okay, oh. I guess brought the rum with me, but I can tell you that mine is lower than yours. Oh, oh, have you we have you been drinking it w- without podcasting? No. Okay. No, but I drank I drank eight ounces last time, and I'm about to have eight. Oh, ounces right. This time. Rava, he just turned that around on you. So he just turned okay. that around on you. Oh no, not eight ounces. I drank. I'm in about ten ounces. Okay, I'm not. I'm just pouring straight out of the jug. Next I time I you have it. to have yeah. it visible well, I, so we can hold them up and see. Yeah, because okay. I bought okay. a same. I bought. A, I'm only doing that so I can keep track of yours and make sure. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You have a good uh, ratio. I, I can tell you that I'm a little bit lower <laughs> than yours. <laughs> What what's the line? It's about at? a half what's inch the above at? the label. Oh yeah, see he's holding I'm, it crooked though. I'm I think a little bit. It's it's pretty yeah. gone. Hold, <laughs> hold it straight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is this a flying show? I'm not. It talks about drinking, drinking or we, it's a drinking a show. Drinking. We talk about flying sometimes. Okay. Um, yeah. I just. Before we actually start, start, because we still have pretty upset. There's what? What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. We're gonna cover. I'm I know. Glad I did you lots asked. Of prep. We know. Glad we know. you asked, Mr. Boris. We're doing uh, AIM six two one. But before oh, we started, I mean, there's apparently <laughs> this may be news to everybody. There's a new Top Gun coming out. Yeah, May twenty seventh. Oh, it looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it actually looks pretty good. I was not aware of this. Yeah, you no, no, it's an IMAX just, too. Just go look at Google and oh, Google Kelly sweet. McGillis IMAX. and see why she was asked to come back. That's <laughs> <laughs> she not look, uh, is she not looking too good these days? Ask Jeeves, ask Jeeves, and you'll Jeeves. see. Um, so yeah, IMAX. I'm gonna drink, but she's comfortable in her own IMAX. skin. That's I'm what's gonna important. Well, that's good. I'm gonna go well, that's to the IMAX and drink and try not to throw up. But I feel like. You have to watch that in IMAX, though. 
I don't know. I mean... Oh, that would be awesome. How much different is that than the normal? Like, now everything's theater seating and all that. How much are you getting out of the IMAX? Just, like, the surround sound and the semi-curved screen? The IMAX is, like, all around you. It's all around you. you What do you mean it's all around you? The sound? The sound? No, the the picture. What do you mean the picture's all around you? What do you mean? It's a curved screen. You've never never been to an IMAX. No, no, no. Answer the question, though. Then what? No, no, no. I've been to an IMAX. What's di- it's, it's like a, a curved screen. It's a gigantic curved stream. You yeah. Get, you, so you motion sick in it because you feel like you're moving. You can. But it's just a curved like screen. A, it's not all around you screen. It's just a curved screen in front of you, right? Am I misremembering the IMAX? I remember going to an well, IMAX. It's not on the ceiling or the floor. And it's on the, it's on your sides. It's a little bit up on the ceiling. It's on the sides and the how top. far yeah. how how much like, like curvature to the screen? I is thought there? you said you saw an IMAX. Thing. I have, but I'm trying to make sure I haven't misremembered. You said it's all around you. I remember the sound being the biggest the biggest thing for me was the the sound, like where the the speaker clusters were and stuff like that. I know I thought that was impressive, but huh. I, I just remember the visual. I, I forget what movie I saw in IMAX. So describe to me how much curve is there in the screen, if you remember there's it being enough, so great. There's enough curvature, and it's like a know. ball Does screen. Does it really matter, Lee? Well, you, you have to tell me how awesome yeah, it is like that I need to spend you're gonna 10 more dollars like, to see like an IMAX. In, it's, like, Lee, it's like being inside like a like a ball. but like Lee, you're going to feel like you're in the fighter jet with Tom Cruise. That's how... Sign me up. That's a $50 value. That's a $50 value. Like it's twenty dollars at the IMAX. Wow, what a discount! What I would have paid yeah. fifty for this ticket. That's for seats where you can get served food and drinks that are probably oh, twenty dollars. Well, that's the only place I'd go. Yeah. That's that's baked okay. in the cake. That's the only place I'd go. Bring me beer while I watch Tom Cruise. Well, yeah, if you can get <sighs> if you can get beer, then it's. Um, Barb said that we should get a, a big screen and have Top Gun showing at pre-cash, and then. Uh, Andre said, uh, "Just keep looping over and over again the volleyball scene." I don't. I know we're not supposed to break this news, but we're actually going to be reenacting Top Gun at Precash. Yeah, the, the volleyball, volleyball scene, scene mainly. I've, the volleyball I bought scene. this thirteen dollar yeah, yeah. magazine at a yeah, checkout just, line just at Publix, yeah. mm-hmm. and I've I've flipped through it, and it seems to have left out the um, the volleyball scene. So well, it's because it's disappointing. Just because like soft warning to everybody, basically. If you yeah. if you see that magazine in your Publix checkout aisle and um, you're tempted for the volleyball scene, um, it's you can skip it because it's not in there. Man, you just cost them like hundreds of thousands of dollars in sales. sales. My back? No, I yeah, got you. Yeah, we, we froze. We okay, froze for a second. but I don't want to make any promises. But before we start the show, there is a way on Twitch because mm-hmm. it's owned by Amazon. Um, well, you can stream Amazon Prime movies, uh huh, like live like this, and not infringe on copyright violations, huh? So I feel like if there, if we were to stream something, it'd probably be uh-huh. Top Gun. We could try to maybe try to set set a date where we stream Top Gun or something. We can all watch it together. Yeah, like have Barbara's like a virtual watch it is. party. <laughs> yeah, like a like a screening of. Probably not the new one for a while, but we could do the original one. Which yeah, is obviously the classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, we're eleven in. We got nineteen viewers. Uh, we can kick kick this off. I think. 
Am I yeah. coming through all right? First you're of coming all, through great. I got the new yeah, just hold board. Yeah. I just want to say, just hold on to like questions and stuff about, you know, I'm doing this rating, this check ride, like till the post chat. Right? Rob? You guys hear the sound effects? Yes, we hear it. But oh, can you answer okay. the question though? Can you like respond to what I said? I no, I was like too busy trying game. to find the scary, scary noise button. Well, hopefully people listen to me more than you. So then we're okay. good. If people, if people stop paying attention to me, I can just <laughs> do that yeah, after you say things. Put that in the background on yep. repeat then. Yes. Okay. Um, I lost my far aim. This is kind of the point of the show, isn't it? Oh, it's right here under Tom Cruise. Ugh. All right. We, we ready to go? I guess. Give it a whirl. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna tr- we're going to try something new. This isn't the song I don't think I'm going to go with. This was a preset into this thing. We want to start doing like the intro song. And then I don't know how it's going to work though. So it's like we'll do the three, two, one. But we start the episode off with a song. And then it fades out because I got the little thing that can fade it. That makes sense. And so we'll hear it right now. We should, yeah. I can load in an actual song that we'll use, but right now it's just a preset like yeah, filler yeah. we're going to use for testing purposes that I'm came so with the excited. machine. Okay. Let's I all, wish it was let's IMAX. It down. Okay. It's, someday. Someday we'll have an <laughs> we'll IMAX budget. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 